The Forum at 8 on SAFM. It's nine minutes past eight, and thank you so much for tuning in to SAFM. And it's time now for The Forum at 8. Now, Alex Lemiel, an expert in corporate sustainability, suggests that one way to achieve systemic change is to rethink the economy as circular rather than linear. Now, currently, the way the world economy operates fuels a high consumerist society and creates more waste than is sustainable. In contrast, a circular economy suggests that traditional ideas of ownership need to be rethought so that leasing rather than owning goods uh, will become commonplace. Now, on the forum at 8 this morning, we ask, are we open as a society to the idea of a social circular economy? And don't despair if you're not sure about what it means. We'll try and walk through that as well. And Alex uh, joins us in studio this morning. Thanks so much for coming in. He is, of course, the founder and managing director of Wise Impact, an expert in integrated corporate sustainability, focusing on Africa and the Middle East. Thanks for coming in, Alex. Hi, good morning, Sakina. Good morning to our listeners. Now, um, Alex is, of course, a strong believer that business can address social and environmental issues via social entrepreneurship or even better, social business. And another man who shares Alex's sentiments on a circular economy is Dr. Walter Stahel, an independent expert advisor in the field of circular economy. He explains what influences a circular economy. It is expected that resource prices in 21st century will constantly increase. This means that resource security could therefore become a major political bone of contention. Managing existing physical stocks will provide resource security for enterprises and nations under conditions that we consider the goods of today as the resources of tomorrow at the resource prices of yesterday. And the business model to do that is selling goods as services enables economic actors to retain the ownership of their goods and the embodied resources and thus contribute to their own future resource supply as well as give their nations a resource security for the future. This is one of the fundamentals. The second fundamentals is Sustainable politics need simple and convincing solutions such as sustainable taxation. Sustainable taxation simply means do not tax what is desired. Therefore, do not tax renewable resources, including labor, human work, wages. Instead, tax non-renewable materials and energies. What does that mean? Not taxing labor as renewable resource creates virtuous loops. It boosts job creation, employment, occupation in all forms and in all labor-intensive economic sectors. It increases the competitiveness of labor-intensive activities in the circular economy compared to industrial manufacturing and, of course, also in caring jobs that are outside manufacturing, such as hospitals, long-term care for disabled people, etc. Now, let's come to the circular economy. Circular economy is about economics and profit maximization. 
there is an axiom, an unwritten law, which says that the smaller the loop, the more profitable and resource efficient it is. In other words, don't repair what is not broken, don't remanufacture what can be repaired, don't recycle what can be remanufactured. This is the most beneficial one financially and resource-wise. The bed. And that was Dr. Walter Stahel. Now, this morning on the Forum Date, we are asking you, are we open to the idea of a social circular economy? Given especially that we are, as a nation, highly consumerist in our habits, we love owning things, we are defined by our things, our property, our possessions that we own. This is why we would buy a five-bedroom house when there's only two of us and fill that room with stuff that we buy and sometimes never use. Why do we do that? What is it that fuels that? And are we open to ideas of changing that sort of behavior? That's what we are talking about this morning. Now, Alex, firstly, perhaps we should start by explaining what is a circular economy. Yeah, thanks, Sakina. Well, a circular economy is an industrial economy. So we're talking about a nationwide uh, system that has to be put in place so that materials can flow uh, within that system uh, endlessly, meaning that we have physical nutrients and biological nutrients that would flow and uh, either uh, revalue the biosphere, so the biological nutrients would go back into uh, the biosphere to improve the crops and to improve the soil, or the physical nutrients, which are our computers, our mobile phones, our houses, that flows endlessly uh, and are being managed by uh, people and people of South Africa, obviously. Now, is rethinking the economy as a circle actually going to be the best way to spark systemic change? Well, uh, we have we have a few drivers and uh, obviously uh, a lot of pressure from the market. We we live in a world of scarcity. Um, unfortunately, we don't uh, foresee uh, much access to resources, and we know we know the topic here in South Africa with the mining crisis and and other type of crisis and the high unemployment rate. We live in a world where, for instance, if you have kids uh, born in 2010, uh, by the time they turn 10, uh, we won't have antinomy as a metal anymore. Antinomy is that metal that is used in batteries. By the time your boy or girl turn 20, uh, gold, silver and zinc will be running away. Uh, by the time your, your kids turn 30, uh, copper will no longer be available and oil at 40 years old. So, so we are really in a, in a, we live really in a world where we have physical boundaries, uh, resource scarcity, and we need to rethink the way we consume, especially with the population pressure that we, uh, I believe now everybody is aware of. The population is expanding exponentially. Uh, we are expecting 9 billion people by 2050. But I would say 9 billion people is, is, is a criteria uh, but, uh, to keep in mind. But what is m- even more um, pressurizing is that out of 9 billion people, we now see 4.3 million billion people accessing the middle class. It used to be 3 billion. Uh, the, the new estimates from OECD tells us that it's between 4.3 and 4.5 billion people like you and me who will want to access a house, one car, two cars, 
mobile phones, PCs, and so on. You name it. So, how do we do? How do we do that? Indeed. Uh, 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 but 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 what would that circular economy look like in practice? How will for everyday life for people you know listening in for me now? How would I put that into practice? You have a beautiful iPhone 6, Sakina, <laughs> iPhone 5, uh, Sakina. So obviously you are driven by performance. Um, so I will not take this iPhone 5 away from you, obviously not. <laughs> Otherwise I'll be in trouble. So uh, the, the idea is to look at uh, this need for performance, this need to access performance. And wh what we have in mind is that uh, you will access this product as a service, as uh, Walter Stahel was just saying in a, a few minutes ago. Basically, uh, you will go to game, you will go to macro, you will go to MTN, Celsi uh, 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 or, or Vodacom, and you will sign a, a service agreement uh, where you will access that phone, and that phone will be returned back uh, to the producer, to the manufacturer, uh, and you will just access a service. And I believe in uh, in Africa and in South Africa, we are used to pay as you go, pay as you use, pay as you uh, you name it. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's the whole idea. The whole idea is circular economy is a mix of uh, shared economy, uh, an economy where natural capital is valued, uh, and so on. So, so the the whole idea is to say let's access product as a service. But then people are going to fight with you, Alex, because they're going to say, you know, I, I have worked for this. I want to own it. It is a measure of my success. It, it shows me exactly what I have actually gained up until now. Yeah. Well, you uh, obviously you will still be able to access product uh, and uh, own those products, but you will be given a choice. When you, ha when you arrive at game and uh, you want to, to buy the washing machine or the fridge, you will either buy it upfront, so sometimes and often more than not, uh, we will buy, uh, you will have to buy your fridge and uh, washing machine on credit, so banks will be happy. Otherwise, uh, you will be given the choice to uh, use your washing machine, uh, you pay your washing machine as you use it. So you will sign a performance agreement. Imagine your machine being connected to the internet or connected in, in whichever way. And every time you would switch on the machine, uh, you will pay per wash, meaning you are a VIP customer, obviously. Uh, you will pay, uh, you will access the best LG Samsung DeFi machine. Uh, available at game and uh, you will sign up a VIP performance agreement for two years every time you switch on the machine you will pay let's say I don't know 20 rand per wash LG or any other manufacturer's name uh, it's still the ownership of LG uh, it's still the machine of LG so LG will uh, have uh, the responsibility to maintain that machine will come to your place every six months to maintain, to change the filters, to clean the machine, to change the parts that needs to be changed. After two years, being a VIP customer, you will access the new LG uh, washing machine, and this machine that you've been using will be cleaned, changed, filter, repair, change everything, and will move into another household which is not so performance-driven, just need a machine uh, for, for the washing aspect mm. of the machine, and so on. And, and the next household will keep the machine, let's say, for four years. 
maintained by the, the producer, the manufacturer of the machine, and so on and so forth, until that, that very same machine which is maintained uh, and where the durability of the product is maximized, uh, let's say the machine lasts 15, 17 years, and you can imagine that the model is socially inclusive as well, because that performing machine will all of a sudden end up in households that are less fortunate or where the incomes are, are, are less, uh, less high than, uh, than, than yours. So, uh, and and this, these, these lower income will now have access to a machine where they will only pay, let's say, five rand uh, per wash. And that machine is still highly performing. The, the, the service agreement is the same, providing the same type of uh, uh, guarantee and quality of service. So it's essentially that circle, hand-me-down, as it were. Well, hand-me-down doesn't sound very nice, but essentially it is just that. Um, but obviously you look at the financial sustainability of a model like this. Yeah. It's... Uh, I mean, let's not uh, fool ourselves. It's about profit maximization. It's about economics. It's about generating several ca- cash flow from the same product. Okay, in that in that uh, washing machine example, or the fridge example, or any any appliance, uh, you name it, uh, you maximize profits. Meaning that obviously at the beginning, the the producer will have to finance uh, the flow of material into the market. But uh, after the VIP customer stage and the next uh, customer, um, I would say in the first two years of the VIP customer paying as a service and the first year of the the less VIP customer, uh, the machine will be paid back. Okay, mm-hmm. and then it's pure profit from the from the producer or from the the shop uh, offering the service. So, so the profits are there. Uh, they are just set in in a different manner, and imagine in terms of financial what it means because all of a sudden you have access to different products and you don't need credit you you just pay for the use that you for the goods that you have uh, you need to access at the minute at the moment in in at the point in time and and uh, it's just a more responsible way of uh, of uh, doing business and uh, consuming as well and and I forgot to say to I forgot to close the loop obviously that at the end of of the life cycle of that machine when we have maximized that machine's life cycle mm-hmm. the producer takes the machine back into its factory dismantle the product they will become experts uh, in dismantling product, dis, uh, separating the, the LCD screens and all the fine components from that machine. Uh, and, 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 and this means uh, job creation in South Africa because the products are entering the, the market and they are here to stay for long. And, and, and South African uh, labor force will take over to reuse, reinvent, remanufacture, refurbish goods that have entered the market. And of course this morning on the forum at 8 we are asking are we open to the idea of a circular economy as South Africans and uh, from what you've heard do you think this is something that you uh, could take up is it something that you could actually put into effect with regard to what you already have that could perhaps become uh, you know something of the model that Alex was just explaining the lines are open 0891 you can SMS us on 34701 tweet or Facebook AM live on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwendo. Dancing, 
It brings all our emotions right to the surface. Makes us want to move the couches in the living room and boogie to the sweet rhythms. It makes us want to chill. It makes us want to trip someone. Makes us want to win. It brings up all the emotions of, don't you look at me like that? Who do you think you are? And come on, I thought you were a professional. You can say it all with dance. Catch all the drama on the dance floor with a new season of Strictly Come Dancing from 18 July at 8, only on SABC3. This July, in a galaxy not so far away, catch our best young musicians live in concert. As part of their 50th anniversary, the National Youth Orchestra will be playing on 8 July at Hilton College and on 9 July at the Durban Music School. Hear everything from Star Wars to West Side Story. Visit sanyo.org.za to find out more. Our musical heroes are proudly sponsored by Sassel, partnering potential that inspires. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Thanks for tuning in to AM Live. It is the Forum at 8. And this morning we are asking you, are we open to the idea of a social circular economy? Our guest this morning, Alex Lemille, uh, the founder and managing director of Wise Impact. And he's explaining to us, you know, what that circular economy would look like. Um, and uh, the idea behind it, it means a move away from credit, as it were. Because you wouldn't necessarily be owning uh, what you have but you would be able to access the services of the latest model washing machine, as he was explaining, for example. And uh, obviously, my questions are still around who gets, you know, to reap maximum benefit from all of this. But, of course, I'd love to hear from you as well. I'm uh, reminded of what people do in terms of uh, socialites who maybe go and buy a designer dress to attend an event, and it costs you a couple of thousand rands. Chances are you're never going to wear that dress again. What do you do with it? And would that come into the circular economy model as well? Everything comes into the circular ah, economy, Sakim. Okay. Um, you could think of... I can't uh, see it, though. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and this is uh, where I want us to go, Hence, the everyday models, because I can see that. I can see the photocopier issue that we are seeing more and more in businesses where businesses don't buy photocopiers outright. It still belongs to whoever the service provider is. They come, they service it, they move on, and so on and so forth. But are you at home open to this idea of a social circular economy? What are your thoughts on it? Would love to hear from you. Let's go to the lines. We have Temba calling us from Port Elizabeth. Good morning, Temba. Hello, Temba. Okay, Temba, uh, we'll come back to you. Uh, Trevor, Trevor, you uh, also would like to weigh in. Good morning. Hi, Sakina, how are you? Well, and you? I'm good. Yes, Trevor? Ah, uh, second I um so we we also I think we also bought into the whole concept of the secular economy. So and we launch, we are launching a platform next week called Shade City. Shade City dot C O dot Z Shade City dot com. Mm-hmm. So Where I think is that? here in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So so the, the the platform will also premise on the concept that, you know, people can share resources and borrow from each other. You know, more like a peer to peer or type of lending. I think you gave an example of a wedding dress. Like you buy your wedding dress and then you never wear it again. Mm. So the platform will then give you uh, a common marketplace where you can lease out that dress, you know, 
in your communities. Mm-hmm. And the whole pro and the, the whole concept ranges, you know, from uh, from from things like that to things like a camping gear, which is something that you can use that you use infrequently. But if you want to go for a camping, instead of you buying a camping gear, you can borrow it from from your colleagues or from your peers in your neighborhood. Absolutely, and uh, I hear you, Trevor, and uh, great to hear uh, you talking about that uh, founder of Shared City there, Trevor, uh, talking about them having bought into this concept. And I want to hear more, as I said, from Alex, because I get the dress issue. I can see how that can work. But Alex is saying this will work for anything in our society. You can Anything comes into this uh, circular economy. You, you, I mean, talking about the dress, let's... Mm. Let's think out loud because obviously uh, this is open for discussion and debate. Uh, uh, how about managing your wardrobe? How many dresses? How many clothes? Shoes? <laughs> Hold bags? it right there because I think the yeah. ladies, uh, you know, uh, please come closer because this is going to get interesting. Uh, managing your wardrobe with a view on the social circular economy. I'm not sure I want to share my shoes with anybody. I'm not sure I want to share my clothes with anybody, but we'll hear what Alex has to say about that. It is 8.30. It's time for News Headlines with Vibakshni Chetty. Thank you, Rob. Uh, 27 minutes before 9 right now, and time to find out what's coming up on Morning Talk with Rowena Bird. Good morning, Rowena. Good morning. Hello, hello, Sakina. Coming up on Morning Talk today. In the first hour, we're going to talk to Professor Ben Turok on his uh, latest book, a very interesting piece of reading. I must add. It's entitled With My Head Above the Parapet, an insider account of the ANC in power. Looking forward to that conversation. In the second hour, we will talk about recent proposals released by National Treasury that emphasized government's commitment to auto-enrollment in a retirement fund. Our guest argues that um, if this was made mandatory, it could increase costs to both employers as well as the members. We'll have that um, conversation just after after the 10 o'clock news. And we're also going to get reaction from the Koi and and communities on the reopening of the land claims lodgement process. And then in the final hour of the show today, we will talk about migration and human mobility in the context of malaria control and elimination. And that's the show for today. Thank you, Sakina. Saudi Airlines is proud to announce our new schedule. Flight three times a week to Jeddah for Umrah. On Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, Saudi Airlines also wishes to announce our new destination routes to Madrid, Los Angeles, Toronto, Manchester, Asia, and the Far East. Contact Saudi Airlines on 011-390-2178. Email jnbres at saudiairlines.com or visit saudiairlines.com or contact your local travel agent. Saudi Airlines, welcome to your world. In the last chapter of the Ford Ranger Odyssey, we saw infighting, sleep deprivation, flooded rivers, dust storms, wild animals. If you think you've got the determination to take on Africa's toughest terrain, enter online at rangerodyssey.com and you could become one of the 20 contestants. The 2014 Ford Ranger Odyssey. Are you tough enough to earn your place? Enter now. Nadia Sinclair of Wienstidu Media Attorneys know that running a company isn't always easy. The new Companies Act has changed the playing field, and it helps to have a professional in your corner empowering you to make the right decisions. For any corporate or commercial legal requirements, call us on 011-268-5225. MNS Attorneys, legal expertise in your corner. 
The Forum at 8 on SAFM. 25 minutes before 9 and you are tuned into the Forum at 8 here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And this morning we are asking you how, uh, whether or rather we are open to the idea of a social circular economy. And we are speaking this morning to Alex Lemiel, who is founder and managing director of Wise Impact. And um, just before the break, you know, we were talking about clothes and managing your wardrobe. How, how does that work? Okay, Sakina. So first of all, um, it will uh, it will be a gradual uh, system and concept. Uh, we, as we speak today, we still don't have all the um, uh, we still don't understand all the angles of this approach. But even in the fashion industry, even in the uh, clothing industry or, or apparels and accessories, we will have to circulate goods. Because obviously, if we maintain the linear economy, which is uh, take uh, resources off the ground, um, produce uh, products and clothing, and then throwing them away at the end of the the life cycle, uh, it will not fly uh, for long, given the the, the, the scarcity and the pressure we just mentioned at the beginning of the the show. Um, The idea is that for the time being, uh, the status on, on the clothing and the accessories and the apparels is that you are incentivized to uh, bring those clothes, those shoes and those bags back uh, to the shop. Uh, H&M, H&M is doing it uh, and, and, and other brands as well. So, so that's, that's the first step into circulating clothing, circulating uh, accessories, which will be torn down, which, is be, which will be dismantled and which will be made to be made again. So that's, that's the first step. Whether we will be moving into a management of your wardrobe, um, that's that's obviously there will be obviously some social issues and uh, some 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 some, some personal uh, barriers there and uh, uh, social uh, sociological barriers. But uh, but uh, what uh, what I foresee is is a, is a system that would be toning down uh, clothes and uh, accessories quickly so that they can be reinserted into uh, into the system maybe not as quickly as as the service of managing your wardrobe but just imagine the positive uh, aspects of it uh, uh, obviously we are not asking you to to uh, wear uh, stuff that have been worn <laughs> by by other people just uh, the week before but imagine imagine New clothes coming into your wardrobe being managed by uh, one of the famous uh, big shops uh, in South Africa who are just taking the pain from you and as a woman you are uh, keen on changing uh, dresses, clothes all the time. I know what I'm talking about. Uh, accessories, uh, new accessories and it's, there is also obviously the, the social aspect of it, uh, the uh, the, the social identity around that and you could circle uh, quickly uh, your uh, wardrobe content uh, with shops offering such, mm. a, such a service and let's go back to the lines uh, Timba is calling us from PE uh, Timba good morning good morning Sakina great show as ever thank you good morning Timba good morning good morning to you Sakina this is a, a good idea a great idea and uh, it will definitely work uh, for a certain category of our uh, population. 
but it's nice to have these ideas of social economy entering into a whole market because it's going to assist only those people who afford or can afford, who build up savings and financially are stable. Because okay. part of part of those who are at the lower end of the economy are not going to be able to sustain because I'm looking into a possibility of a contract management, the cost of maintaining that contract. Because if you put 100 to a washing machine or 80,000 washing machines into the economy or into the system, you will have to maintain such a contract because you can't depend on the use only. What if they do not use? How much are you going to make for the following month? There must be a sustainable income. So contract management is an issue that they have not spoken to. I need them to talk into it. All right. Thank you so Thanks. much, uh, Timba. Uh, let's take Yaj in Cape Town. Good morning, Yaj. Uh, morning, Sakina, and morning to your guests. I think this uh, circular economy is only part of the solution. Uh, your guess is correct about the, you know, the rate of resource depletion, etc., but, you know, we have to address the whole issue of growth. You know, if you take a hamster, in the first six weeks of its life, it doubles in size every week, and then it stops growing when it's at full size. If it had to continue at the same rate, within two years it will be the size of the earth. So this is where we have to address growth itself. And how do we do that? In a way that we share our resources, we need to address the monetary system, because we've got a monetary system based on fractional reserve banking and compound interest, which is a driver of compound growth. So we need to go to achieve a steady state economy. We need to change the way money works. So we need to look at things like, you know, uh, 100% reserve banking, a public banking system, basic income, and, you know, uh, credit created debt-free for investment in renewable energy and, you know, public transport, etc. So, you know, it's a whole uh, paradigm shift we require. We need to rethink the way, uh, you know, our economic system works Mm -hmm. in its entirety. Thank you so much, Yaj. And uh, rethinking uh, the whole economic paradigm is uh, what you are saying. We are asking, are we open to the idea of a social circular economy and what that entails? And uh, just looking at uh, some of the SMSs coming through before I get uh, Alex to respond, um, Terence Brink and Kimberly says, taxation of companies is the main source of our economy. Uh, a circular economy, therefore, is not possible. Wendy says it's a bad idea because you will end up paying for that machine forever. And Spiwo says um, what your guest is talking about is a glorified version of um, money lenders, mashonisas. When you're no longer earning any income, you'll have nothing to show for it. And uh, this one here, Einstein, says, yes, I will go for the uh, circular economy if it were there. But Nzwana from uh, P says, the circular economy is more or less like communism. I don't think it will be feasible uh, because people are proud to own their assets. Alex? Thanks, Akina. Okay, lots of comments here. Um, the, the first two person, obviously, I, I, I welcome their point, and uh, obviously this is, uh, this is debate and discussion that we need to have to adapt it to, uh, to the local context, context, context of South Africa. Um, at the lower end and the lower income of the economy, uh, the, 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 the positive aspect of a circular economy is that you access uh, good quality goods 
at uh, at an affordable price for everybody uh, in this market and and this is the the, the more socially inclusive uh, model than the model that we have today and uh, why because because goods are, are of good quality for all and according to the purse of each and every person in 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 this market so so either it will be uh, on contract base or either we can we can think of the solution that we have today where we have uh, keypads on appliances and we can receive a voucher and uh, and just access a shared machine uh, by entering the voucher uh, number number on the machine so that you can access that machine as a shared uh, economy uh, model so we could again we could think of uh, of many uh, many different models that are uh, adaptable to uh, the needs uh, of the people of south africa uh, with regards to uh, eh point on the monetary system and we think the way and the, the, the whole paradigm shift I can't agree more. Uh, my job is to 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 talk about, about that paradigm shift and to uh, to uh, to try to change the way people uh, are seeing the economy and, uh, and 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 obviously emphasize on the on the disruption that we see in the in in, in our economic uh, model. So uh, I won't be able to comment more on the financial and monetary side of things because I, I'm not the expert here. They are they are better expert than me, but I can't uh, I, I, I can't agree more. Uh, on that point, uh, with regards to the the taxation uh, that are coming from companies, obviously uh, the taxes uh, perceived uh, by companies of this country uh, will remain the same, except that you will have incentives and you will have uh, incentives to to uh, push companies to uh, circulate their goods. So the, 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 the tax will, uh, will maybe be even, the revenues from tax will be even be more uh, sizable than, than it is today because you will have to tax what is limited. And what is limited are obviously the, the raw materials and the products that ends up in, in landfill. The, the, the companies that are not adapting to circling their product and to keeping their physical uh, nutrients and the material outside of the biosphere to keep uh, those those physical material outside of the landfills that are destroying the natural capital of this country so when you are talking about uh, i mean today our linear model is a lose 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 model we lose money we because we we apply energy we generate huge amounts of waste and we apply labor energy. When we extract goods, we, uh, we lose money and energy when we apply uh, energy and uh, waste when we create the products. And then we lose uh, the, uh, the energy value of the goods when we throw them away into the landfill. And we forget to say that we destroy and we damage the, uh, the natural capital. Uh, at all all three levels of a linear system so so that's uh, that's really where the the points comes yeah. and just looking at twitter chris maxson says this sounds like a great idea and it can free the middle class and young professionals from the stranglehold of debt uh, but let's go back to the lines 891 uh, we are asking this morning are we open to the idea of a social circular economy are obviously moving away from ownership and you know circling and recycling most of the goods that we actually use that's what we're talking about this morning Tabo is calling from Soweto Tabo owns an appliance servant center good morning Tabo 
Good morning, Isaki. I think um, this system would work. You know, I own an, an appliance service center in Crossroads in Soweto. And this could bring skills development and job creativity as well, you know. But the problem that I see in our industry, especially in the appliance industry, is that is the monopoly of the system. We find ourselves as a small business that we, with other brands, you, you, you cannot access work to do the work. And yet, we are the consumers of the product. So if the system can also be monopolized, that small companies like us, we can be able to be part of the system in terms of maintenance and, and, and repairs of the system. Then that will circulate and make us all benefit within the system. All right. So how, how, how are they going to do about that in terms of repair and what, how do we access that information as well? Thank you so much, Tabo. And I, I think therein lies part of the question, Alex. Um, you can see how the big multinationals will make money, but what about the smaller players? Okay, thanks for that, Tabo. It's a great point. I mean, um, as 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 any any time any any point in time in, in our uh, economies. Uh, there has been disruptors, and uh, I'm calling on disruptors here today to come and co-create a new product. And wh- when I'm when I'm saying that, I'm I'm saying that machines, uh, washing machines, uh, fridge, and uh, even houses. And uh, we have a great example with phone block uh, coming from uh, the Netherlands, where think of a Lego. Think of your phone as a Lego, where you have a base. And you, you, you go to the shop and you uh, rent modules, the Wi-Fi modules, the uh, camera modules. If you are a woman, you might want to have a mirror at the back of your phone. You want to have this uh, high screen, uh, high definition screen that you plug on that base. And when you are, you don't, when you want to change the performance of your phone, you go back to the shop and you rent another module. So you give back that camera, which is so many pixels, and you take a new video camera, which has a higher performance. So you're still driven by performance. You are still satisfied as a customer and uh, you give back those modules and it has no effect on your uh, consumption pattern. So Tabo, think of let, 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 let's try to, uh, to brainstorm around how can we uh, create new product, how can we move away from the monopoly of our system and have disruptors that come up with great ideas that are modular, ideas that are made in South Africa for South Africans, adapted to the market and that can be easily maintained and uh, used to be used again. Paradigm shift, as Yaj said. But uh, Chano MN on Twitter says, I like the concept because it implies a shift from waste to resource productivity in nature, matter recycles continually. And uh, going back to the lines, uh, Maru in Joburg, good morning. Good morning, Sakina. Yes, Maru. Yes, good morning. But my, my challenge with the circular economy is what, what I've noticed, I mean, part of it is, is operational. Like when you buy a photocopier, you get it for 300 rands. But now, to, to, to replace the toner, you pay 500 rands for that. So you see, you get locked into, into a contract and then you, you end up not, not, not be able to, to get out of it and then you, you pay more. So can, the, can your guest just explain how that will be uh, resolved? Okay. Thanks, Maru. And uh, uh, is it for life? Okay, we'll take a response there from Alex. Thanks, Maru. Um, yeah, again, this is uh, given that it's still a new concept. Uh, there are there are there are still uh, 
The, 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 I mean, like, uh, like Tabo was just saying, uh, there is still a lot of monopoly of the, of the system and we are still dependent on, on, on few brands for, for, for specific type of product. The copier industry is a great industry because it's been one of the first industry to use the circular economy, uh, because we don't buy photocopier for our office. We rent copiers or we pay uh, per uh, sheet of paper mm. being printed so that's that's exactly the type of concept we are looking for because obviously we we will look at uh, avoiding printing too many pages so that it will save some some resources and we become responsible consumers so so uh, the answer to that point is uh, that's an abuse of the system, and obviously, as we enter into a circular economy, should South Africa obviously uh, uh, be willing to and see uh, added value to that type of economy, we will see obviously a drop of prices, and especially in that type of uh, of equipment. Just to give you a quick example, car manufacturers are also early uh, adopters of the circular economy, and. The, uh, for the electric car, you uh, rent, uh, the, the battery is still the ownership of the, the manufacturer, so you don't own the battery. So the risk of the electric battery uh, going flat uh, tomorrow is, uh, is not your risk, it's the, uh, the manufacturer's risk. So we could think about the same uh, with uh, photocopiers. Yeah. So I'm thinking right now, so why am I paying for the cell phone that I have? Surely I should, at this point, given that, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, this uh, circular economy has worked in the photocopying uh, machine industry, why is it that cellular service providers are making me pay for the phone instead of just making me pay for uh, the use of services? If I make a call, they can charge me for the calls and whatever data I use. Why are they still making me pay for the phone? Well, why don't you ask them? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, 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 but perhaps that's an idea for someone out there. Maybe you can come up with a plan and, you know, have uh, these cell phones developed because I would think that the technology is pretty much advanced and straightforward at this point. And, um, yeah, don't get people to pay for the phones, just yeah. the service. The point on technology is great because... Why Why do we see it feasible today? It's uh, all indicators seems to be uh, green. Uh, governments are under pressure to come up with new, new. I mean, obviously, we question our capitalist model. We question the consumerism uh, models that, that we are all into into it, and and we don't see the end of it. And it doesn't create uh, the the jobs that we uh, we need to create. Uh, and uh, South Africa is one example amongst other examples. So, so um, technology is there. All indicators are green, and we can now track goods. We can now connect devices. We can now pay as we go, pay as we use for everything, you name it, all material that you want to access, you just pay for what uh, what you access for. I mean, there, there, are, there are great examples coming from the U.S. where they, they, they realize that 20 hours at, out of 24 hours, your, your car stay still uh, in the parking lot of your office or of your house. So how about, I mean, how much money are you, uh, are you losing by having this car uh, full of energy full of labor energy and full of components that are that are uh, expensive and that are not being utilized so so the idea is to say okay how about giving access to people to share 
uh, their, their car. And we see great examples already happening in South Africa with Airbnb. Uh, I'm currently staying in an Airbnb as we speak, and uh, that's a great concept where you share your room. Uh, Uber, uh, the uh, famous... Uh, uh, driver company where by the pre- uh, by pressing an, an app uh, the car uh, reaches you your places within minutes so oh, hold on just a few steps back you share your room you share your house uh, why would you want to do that you want to do that to uh, to 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 generate more revenues but obviously from a circular economy point of view you share access to uh, extra rooms that you may have in your house and that are not being used. Uh, it could be your visitor room. It could be, I mean, you decide. You decide whether you want to give grant access to, to people to a sharing a room in your apartment, sharing a cottage in your house. Uh, it's, it's you who decide. Uh, it's a customized way of saying, okay, I want to generate extra revenue. And uh, I'm prepared to, uh, to to share my to have my room being utilized uh, for a few nights uh, when and there there is a market for that. There are millions mm. of people sharing their 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 apartments and, and houses that are not being utilized. And of course, this is what we are talking about this morning. Are we open to these ideas? The idea of a social circular economy as a nation? Because I'm just thinking immediately my privacy how I don't want anybody else in my space. And, and and I'm thinking there obviously would be many like myself who think like that. But I guess what this speaks to is the fact that going forward, things will have to change. Um, if we are going to be more aware and um, concerned about the impact that our living habits have on the environment, then something has got to give. On that note, uh, Sakina, uh, we will still have a choice. Okay, I'm not here to scare you <laughs> off. You can keep your iPhone, Sakina. Yeah, we will still have a choice. There will be either the choice uh, of of buying upfront for good, but if you uh, if you know a bit uh, the fi- how the financial system uh, works, it's not obviously the right financial choice, but it can be your choice to buy upfront goods as we do today. Or you will have the choice of accessing the good through a, a performance agreement, which is going to be more in, uh, attractive to you because obviously far less expensive uh, so that you can access the good and then uh, you can change that good as, as, as many times as you wish. And um, just liking the final um, comments here, uh, Sig uh, says, how would unproductive BEE parasites fit into a circular economy? And uh, Boniface Matiza says, it doesn't work because if you don't have money, you can't use the gadgets. And um, guys like Alex are good at talking because this is only for rich people. And, um, yeah, so those are some of the comments coming through. Okay. Um we, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to to take those comments uh, after the show as well because because there are a few things to say. But uh, you you want to access something uh, one day, uh, a product or a service, you just have to access it uh, when when you need it. And uh, the the person would just say it's only for the rich people. Uh, I'm prepared to to challenge that because. It's, it's, it's open to any type of purse and it's the most equal system uh, that we can think of. If you believe that the capitalist system is an equal system, uh, think twice.
Well, and that's what we presented you with this morning, the idea of a social circular economy and how that could impact on our lives. Our guest this morning, um, this morning, Alex Emil, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Sakina. And uh, thanks also to the producers in Swaki Kru, uh, Miriam Matebula, Jake Nukoma, as well as Isanda Jonas, our senior producers, uh, Chilizi Chibase and Lungile Mabaso, the foreign producer, Ronald Piri, technical producer in Togozo Kuzwayo, our Specialist producer Budzi Lukoto and our executive producers Busi Chane and Aubrey Sechier.